All right, guys, so welcome back to the Graham Stephan Show. My name is Graham, and welcome to my show. And uh, this came up on my phone this morning, and I thought it honestly looked pretty interesting. So I subscribe to CNBC Make It. It's a YouTube channel, and they post some pretty great stuff on there. And every morning at 9 o'clock in the morning, obviously it's in the morning, but every morning at 9 o'clock in the morning, uh, they post a video. Now, usually their videos are a little bit more generic. I'll read you a few. How Supreme built a billion-dollar brand empire. Why you spend so much at Ikea. Uh, How crystals became a multi-billion-dollar industry. Okay, anyway, I got a video. It's called Friends Discuss Their Money Secrets. Money secrets. You know, I'm just curious, why why do we got to be secretive about money? What's the money secret? Are they shoplifting? Are they doing something illegal? Are they are they maybe laundering something? What's the money secrets? And and even more surprising than that, this video just bombed. Like, like I, I hate to say it, but you got 171,000 subscribers. You have 430 views in an hour. Like, that's not no YouTube algorithm glitch there. Like, this video just did terribly. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious, too. Like, first of all, what are the money secrets? And why did this video do so poorly? So we're going to watch this video, figure out what their money secrets are, and maybe I could share some of my money secrets. So anyway, let's go over what this video is and uh, see what their money secrets are. Have you ever gone on a date for a free meal? You know what? That's a bit concerning that she read the question and then laughed longer than it took just to ask the question. Because you know she's been doing that before. You know, but, but let's, let's see. Oh, yeah. Let me just think of when. Yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. I've, I've done that before. Never never on, like, a romantic date, though. I've never, I've never gone on a date with the expectation of, like, getting a free meal or anything. It doesn't really work that way for guys. I wish it did. Here's the thing. It's like, when I was working at Coldwell Banker, we used to have these, like, title and escrow companies that would hold these, like, networking events. And there would be really good free food and drinks and stuff like that. The trick is, you can never go alone. If you go alone... It's, it's like a shark smelling Like you show up there and they just corner you and they're like, so uh, what, what title company do you use? What escrow company do you use? Oh yeah, first American title, we'd be happy. And you do not want to get caught in a conversation like that. So you've got to go with a friend or two. And that way you're deep in conversation with a friend and that way you're less approachable, but you could get all the free food and drinks. That That is fun. I've never gone on like a date for free food. It seems like just way too much work for a meal. But uh, anyway, let, let's let's get back into this. How much money do you make a year? I, I probably make between... Fifteen and twenty thousand dollars a year, if I'm being generous with myself. <laughs> Wait a second, guys. She is a part-time elf. There's no way that's got to be your full-time thing. I'm really hoping she's like in school for something. She she's getting like a master's degree, and she's figured like, wait a second, I can make can make some extra spare money being being an elf. You know, I'm wondering too, is that like a seasonal thing? Is that like one of those things where you make all your money in December when, when elves like are, are come in style? I don't know. Or, or is it like a full-time elf? Have you ever gone on a date for a free meal? No. Oh yeah, let me just think of when. Uh, yesterday I went on a date to the Boston market. Okay, wait a second. Nearly a third of women surveyed said that they've gone on a date just for a free meal. 
I don't get it. I don't understand the psychology of, of having to spend time with someone you're not into for like an hour or two hours for a free meal. That just seems like a really low ROI. Unless you're going to Nobu. You're going to Nobu, you're going to Mastro's, you're going to Ruth Chris, you know you're eating the filet, you know you're getting a few drinks, you know you're maybe getting some expensive appetizers. That could be that that could be like a $150 meal. So when you break it down, like two hours, $150, bucks, $75 an hour, that I'm not being taxed on, by the way, then maybe, maybe, I'm saying a little disingenuous, it's not totally honest, but uh, $75 an hour tax-free for a free meal. You know, I could see how people would be tempted, but but there's no reason to go to a free meal for like, you know, Chipotle. I think it's kind of sleazy, but but that's that's just me. I think I actually was in a relationship for just going out for free meals. There we go. Six months of my life, I wasted. And she looked healthy. I, I don't know. To me, that sounds like she made a terrible mistake. She regrets the guy. She's embarrassed about it, but she rationalizes it with the meal. Maybe he's taking her to Chick-fil-A and Subway, and she's and he's just a horrible match. But but maybe the meals were really good, and that that's her excuse on that. No one spends six months of their life for free meals. She was dating someone she she shouldn't be dating. That's probably what it is, and she's embarrassed to admit it. I have never done that because even when I have tried to do that, uh, they don't pay. <laughs> so you've tried. I tried. You just sit in the restaurant, and then they're like, "Oh, that sucks." Nearly half of millennials say they spend more on eating out than they save for retirement. That's awful. You know, there was another study too that I mentioned a few times here. Is that? Uh, but half a millennial spent more money on coffee than they did on their retirement, too. I think millennials just suck at saving for their retirement. M part of my belief here is that the retirement is so far away. When you're 20 years old and you think, what, I, you know, that's, that's three times my, my, my current lifetime here. If you're 20, I'm going to be 60. I got to triple how long I've been on this planet. And that's my retirement. You know, I think it's so far off for most people that they, they don't see the long term. It's a lot easier to see the what am I going to eat for dinner tonight than it is to see the what am I going to do when I'm 60 and the job market sucks because everything is automated. I can't make any more money. There is no universal basic income because we couldn't find people to foot the bill for it. And uh, I'm, I'm stuck working because, because uh, I, I ate out too much at, when I was 20, you know? It's just these stupid short-term thinking that is going to screw them later on. Like, anyway, that, that's a disappointing statistic. So, like, so I, don't have I left my wallet like, like you can go to the ATM. <laughs> Oh my gosh. You know what's funny? She reminds me of the people who come up to you at like a gas station or something like that and ask for money and you say, oh, sorry, I don't have any cash on me. And they say, oh no, but there's an ATM right there. And you say, no, I don't you know, do that. It's like, well, I, I accept uh, cryptocurrency too. I take Venmo or PayPal and they gotcha. There's no excuse. If you have a smartphone, you can give them money now and they know that. How much debt do you think that I'm in? You? Yes. Um... Probably like $75,000 in student loans. Wow. Something. So how do you come up with $75,000 in student This elf is clueless. This this elf has, has no idea what's going on. That, well, let's see. Maybe I'm the one who doesn't know what's going on here. Wow, this is something that I can reveal about myself okay. that is personal. You have no student <laughs> loans? When my grandpa died, he his 
dying wish was to pay off my student loans. <gasps> oh my god, that was his dying wish? It was his dying wish. He valued education. So you're not in debt, that means? I'm currently not in debt. Well, there you go. I did not see that one coming, but uh, I'm just curious how much student loan debt she was in. If it's like your grandpa's dying wish was like 500 bucks in student loans, or is it like 100 grand? What did she study? That's what we want to know. I'm so in debt. Oh my god! I think I'm going to be paying off my student loans until I'm... 50, but hopefully at some point I'll be making enough money that I could like up my payments from like below yeah. minimum. Oh, but you can't but you can't do that and be an elf. You know, you can have one or the other. You you can have student loan debts and be an elf, or you can not have student loan debts and then not be an elf. How do you go up from there? Do you do you are there ranks of elves that you could go up like like you turn from like a Santa's elf to a Lord of the Rings elf? You know that I how does that work? Have you ever ignored a Venmo request? <laughs> like <laughs> Hello. Where's my money? Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to come clean here. I'm going to say, yes, I have ignored a Venmo request before for good reason. I, in fact, I, I'm pretty sure this is still on my phone from like four or five years ago that I have yet to pay them back. It was like $15. But the, the thing was that I paid for his meal and then we ended up taking an Uber and, and he never paid me back for his portion of the meal but asked me to split the Uber with him. So I was like, why, why am I going to split the Uber with you and pay you back when you've never fulfilled mine. So that was kind of like my revenge. So now it's like, now we're even. If you're not going to pay me, I'm not going to pay you back, but it cancels out entirely. So that was my ignoring of a Venmo. Talking about money, I think, can be uncomfortable with our age group mm. because I do think that amongst people our age, there's kind of an uncomfortableness with saying that, you know, you're not struggling financially? Wait, wait, wait. You're uncomfortable about saying that you're not struggling financially. How? Unless unless you feel a deep sense of guilt. Here, here's the thing. I think if she feels that way, she she's maybe feels some guilt that her grandpa paid off her student loans. I think it's entirely different if you are doing this for yourself. If she worked her ass off and paid off her student loans and saved money, I guarantee she would feel very proud of what she did. And she would be just telling everyone. She'd come up to random strangers. Hi, my name is Monica, and I paid off all my student loans in three years, and I have a net worth of $50,000. What's your name? But I feel like maybe there's a little bit of shame and guilt in having her grandpa pay for that. And that maybe just gives her an unfair advantage over other people. Which, you know, so be it. We all have advantages in life that other people don't have and vice versa. So I don't think there's any shame or guilt in that. But definitely shouldn't be something that you should try to suppress. I don't know. But that, again, that's just me. Oh. It's like trendy to be yeah. Not financially unstable. That's true. Let me go back here. I want you guys to listen to this again. This 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 elf is from another planet. It's like trendy to be yeah, not financially unstable. That's true. It's trendy to be financially unstable. It's trendy. And what planet? And what Earth is that trendy? She she's a train wreck. You know what? If she ever wants to come on the channel, seriously, I, I don't know if she would ever be watching this. But if you want to come on the channel. A hundred percent. We got to talk about how we, we got to talk about this mindset of, of it's trendy to be financially because I think that just becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy right there. If you think it's trendy to be financially unstable, then you will create that reality for yourself. You will create an entire reality that is financially unstable because that is what you find to be trendy. So be it though.
You know what? I, I love that everyone is able to do whatever they want with their life, and it doesn't really impact me. So I love that. So if you want to be financially unstable, totally go for it. Fine. I I don't. I think it's actually. I think now it's trendier to not be financially unstable, to have a great credit score, to make good income, to save a lot of money, to uh, put money away for retirement. I think that's gonna that that's cool. Like that's exciting because it, 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 you're thinking long term. You know, it's not short term. It's you're thinking long term. All right. So we finished the end of the episode. I mean, I could see why this video just did so poorly. It's just. I would have loved some deeper money secrets. Like, have you ever stolen money before? Have you ever lied about your money before to someone? Like, I want topics like that because that I feel would create some more like controversy. So, if CNBC is watching it, those are the questions that I think we should be asking, and maybe do something more like Jubilee does, and not so much like you just ask a question and like have a few people answer it. But you really have a full-on discussion with several people. Maybe people who are really good with finances and people who are really bad with finances who come together like a Jubilee video. Jubilee has it right. Like they they have concocted the perfect mesh of people and great, interesting topics. But CNBC's got to get there. You could do it, but I could see why this video four hundred and thirty views in an hour and nine comments. Uh, one one of which is on me. So anyway, you know that, that those are the improvements that I think could be made. But other than that, uh, yeah, it's not trendy to be financially unstable. But anyway, with that said, you guys, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. If you guys enjoy videos like this, make sure to hit the like button, subscribe button. Go ahead and add me on Instagram. My posts are pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. And lastly, if you want two free stocks, I have a link down below to Webull. You'll get two free stocks. One of those stocks could be valued up to $1,000 when you deposit $100. So I recommend just go, if you want to go and sign up, just deposit $100, get two free stocks. Enjoy it. If, if you want to sell it off after that, just go and sell it off after that. Or keep it. Webull's a It's a good program. I've been using it for free stock trades. So anyway, with that said, thank you again for watching. And until next time.